Exalt you, our King and our God. We reverence you tonight. We sing your praises in our souls, in our hearts, from our lips tonight. We acknowledge you as God. Thank you, King of glory, eternal, immortal, invisible God, the only wise God. We worship you, O God. We worship you, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We worship you tonight. We lay before your throne. We are humbled at your great and terrible presence. At your great and terrible sight, we quake. We tremble before you, immortal God, immortal God, immortal God. We worship you, we praise you, we honor you, we exalt you, we lift you up, 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 we worship you. Let all glory come to you. Let all glory come to you. Let all glory come to you, Elohim. You are deserving of praise. You are great and greatly to be praised. In all generations, there is no one like you, our God. We hallow you. We hallow you. We adore you. We look on you and we fall in love with you again and again and again. We hallow you. worship you we worship you we worship your son we give you glory we give you glory we praise you we praise you God we praise you God God we see the sight of you how you are unending in life you you are unending in life your life keeps regenerating itself there is no threat to your life there is no end to you you are holy 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 immortal 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 eternal 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 abiding 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 mercy 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 wisdom 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 power 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 you are everything God we worship you we give you glory we are honored to be your children father God we are your offspring it is in you that we live and move and have our being outside of you we are dead we are nothing we are vain we worship you because you made us find you God we could have been lost we could have been dead we could have been in the valley of the shadow of death in the regions of the dead forgotten completely but God you found us you quickened us you raised us up together with Christ and made us to sit in heavenly places with him glory to your name oh God honor to your name adoration to your name we worship you we worship you thank you father we worship you 
we are honored by you, God. We are honored of this privilege to be in your family. We give you glory. Great God, we worship you. Our hearts indict a good matter about you tonight. We are in love with you. We say that you are our soul's complete desire. Outside you, we want nothing, God. You are everything that we want, we need, and ever hope to be. We love you, oh God. We love your son. We love you. We love your life. We love you. We love your life. We love your ways. We love your graces. We love your words. We love your speakings. We love your face. We love your ambience. We love your presence. We love your hands. We love your feet. We love everything about you. Everything about you is good. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Tonight, God, we come again before your presence. We humble our hearts. And God, every heart that is proud tonight and um, raised shoulders, we bring it down. We command our souls to bow before your presence tonight, oh God. Everything that wants to exalt itself above your knowledge, we speak to it and we command it to bow before you tonight, oh God. God, we are here to learn of you, to hear your words, to see again your way, so that our feet may go in the right way that leads to life. Lord, tonight we ask that your spirit will take complete charge of this atmosphere. Complete charge of this atmosphere. We come against every evil spirit of distraction, of doubting, of unbelief, of weariness and worries. We arrest them tonight in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you because your word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to dividing the soda of soul and spirit of joint and marrow. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of our hearts tonight expose us make us naked make us bear tear down remove break rebuild mold raise your house tonight in the name of jesus in our souls lord jesus we submit to you tonight you are everything jesus you are everything you are the father's love you are the father's son you are his cherished possession and you are our pattern we love you you are our captain you are our shepherd you are our priest we follow in your footsteps we are here god helpless ready to hear what's coming out of your lips we are here to grab every grace coming out of your lips we hold on to you tight and we sit at your feet ready to hear what you have to say because you can change us you can make us we submit to you tonight we say that we love you and we are ready for you holy spirit you are everything Holy Ghost, you are everything. Just take absolute control. Possess our vessels. Take hold of our minds. Take hold of our hearts. And quicken our bodies tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We love you. We hallow you. We honor you. We reverence you. We say blessed be your holy name. Let your word open up to us tonight. Whatever thing you have to say, God, let it go deep. Let it cut deep. Let it cut deep. And let it change us in the name of Jesus. We worship you, God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 I know you guys are wondering why I'm sitting here. 
I'm not worthy to be on this seat. <laughs> but um um Miss Pastor Jeff or Uncle Jeff Pastor Mogul is um attending to an urgent matter at the moment, so he has sent me <laughs> to sit down here. Amen. Amen. But thank God. I pray that God will bless us tonight. Amen. I pray that um um God will be unhindered tonight Amen. in the flow of his word and spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Um as you all know I'm not a preacher. I'm just here to share something. Anything. Um but before we um before I'll just share a little. Um, I'm just wondering if anyone wants to kind of recap um, between Wednesday's message and Saturday's message of last week, if we can just, you know, anybody who wants to to say what has blessed them, what they've learned, anything that struck you, anything that um, has captivated your mind and... Um, is something that you've been meditating on. If anybody wants to go, that would be great. Don't all volunteer at the same time. <laughs> ah, you guys, okay. We're just going to start like this. Everybody's going to talk. Uncle Ernie, thank you so much. Can you just share with us what uh, has blessed you in recent times? Oh, I I feel like the message has been one from I think even way before Unkubukumi came. Mm. So Sajef has been talking about the water to blood operation. Mm-hmm. Um he everything God, he was using different dimensions, he used building, he used seeds and um he has be he has he has been specific, right? Um Sajef started from Musoli Rem, thundering, everything, then he brought it down again to holy place when he started talking about the priest. Um then he starts talking about gathering, then now he's going again. So you know Sajef is very interesting. Um but Wednesday and Saturday, uh, I think Wednesday he was talking about understanding wisdom revelation and um then it was differentiating between knowledge of the mind and knowledge of the heart Mm -hmm. and emphasis has been between that famous skilled doctor that can articulate all the knowledge but not practice Mm -hmm. so there's a doctor that can actually so there's a skill of the heart which is understanding right and that is the that is the um that is the theme of everything god is in the business of making man fruitful meaning have life and i think sajev's heart has been that it's not just okay to have seeds is that the pleasure is the fruit of the seed right yes. so we have to bear fruit and there are a lot of process that has to be changing water to blood and Saturday, um, I think he now went again to a, a section where he now started talking on the on the mind and um, what the antidote to the mind is our uh, revelation. 
revelation is a product of mercy and he also made emphasis on why it has to be void um and not a pool where we just go deep inside and get renewed because thoughts are what builds a man so to have access to a man is uh true true his thoughts and um Sajef also uh went ahead to to explain alienation <laughs> which was different from what I originally understood. Then he also went on to explain what vodka in the spirit was, right? I mean that's when you start taking shots of vodka then you become one with the bottle, right? And um if we're not also, which is still with previous message of his teaching, right? He, he was t- talking about infilling of the spirit, and there's another second feeling, right? And that feeling is the feeling of the word, mm-hmm. where he made differentiation between speaking psalms and hymns, melody in your heart. Mm-hmm. Then there's another one with grace, mm-hmm. and the words I speak are there's grace in the word, so there should be both feelings. So there's a there's a tendency for us to trade off between just being filled by the spirit and not be filled with the word. Where it says, "Let the word of Christ dwell between us," I feel like I'm just rambling, and rambling. but um, emphasis has been just is being more precise in laying the bricks of how a man of God should be built. Mm. So, if a man's thought is not touched, there is no access to him. He's stuck in his vanity, and without help. From an ex, he said his direct word was without help from a higher force, you'll be stuck in your life, right? And I think I'll just stop here so that, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need everyone, yeah, yeah. yeah. praise God. Yeah. Okay, um, I think for me, one of the things I've learned is how so, like, on Wednesday, um, we kind of wrapped up on like wisdom. And um, we're able to see how wisdom is just beyond bringing revelation in terms of making it to see things differently. But also in the light of it's bringing, um, helping you to live the life of God, like challenging you to live differently and walking in a different path. And um, on Saturday, Saturday's message for me, tying that to the topic of wisdom, was just being able to connect how um, um, how the major issue here that the Lord wants to deal with is vanity, mm-hmm. and that vanity is only swallowed up by revelation, mm-hmm. right? And that revelation is um, what wisdom helps us. Like we, like we learned earlier, that revelation comes in twofold. There's the first part that opens your eyes to see, like delights that helps you to understand the word differently and then the second part is where it's supposed to help you to live that's when christ is dwelling in you richly so the moment christ or as christ is dwelling in you richly vanity is being swallowed up so for me connecting that would just mean that um it just makes me to see that i actually need wisdom and that wisdom is not enough because like for example i remember there was a time when like back in CU then when I was in undergrad, um, we used to read like Revelation twelve, eleven, when it's time to share testimony and you'd be like, Oh, and we overcame it by the blood of the lamb and by by the word of the testimony. It's testimony time. And then there was a time where um Jimmy was kind of explaining to me that oh it's different like from what we used to think back in CU then that 
it's actually not loving your life unto death and you have to overcome and then for me at that point i saw that i'm like oh wow this is so different from what i used to know then and then after a while like um i was listening to one of reverend k's message and i was able to see that okay actually it doesn't just stop at the fact that now you know better with the scripture it means that mm -hmm. you are not supposed to love your life unto death and that life is where vanity is staying that's where vanity is hiding that's the life that vanity has married and that's what the revelation has come to swallow up mm. praise god yes i did um praise god Hallelujah. uh so just to add to what they've said um, I remember Jeff talking about vanity and he explained vanity that it's um, vanity is a vain mind is one that is locked to the scriptures or locked actually that has not allowed access to the scriptures so it's, it's actually the scriptures that will actually break a vain mind and vanity is actually a it's kind of like having no form just like in genesis when um you know the earth was without form and void so light had to come so there's a light from the scripture that has to that breaks vanity vanity is darkness really and um i remember so he said the light is um is one that brings form and um it's actually making one wise so there's wisdom coming first and wisdom cannot be fully established except understanding comes and then there's knowledge that is being formed so to know there's a way that in the beginning you can be like yes we know like we know some things like we know in life but really really there has to be an experience there's a process to it there's something about inheriting the life and not just yeah. seeing it you know so um yeah i remember babaji just talking about um just building building up that life and building it to knowledge really because knowledge is a statue uh, thank you Praise God. Oh. Actually, like they've, um, I think they've said it all actually, but I think I'll just, I might just repeat what they've said. It's not really, um, but um, one, like you were saying, like the two messages, what really stood out strong again is like the place of um, the scriptures, the place of um, that the scripture is scripture that can your um, vain mind can actually be healed. I remember Pastor Jeff was not on Wednesday when he was saying that, um, even like uh, the place of um, revelation, like that that revelation that heals the vanity of mind is not is a warfare. Mm -hmm. It's actually a warfare. It's not something that comes by so easy. Mm -hmm. And again, we can see to like even this the way it relates with even believers. In a way, you you wonder like is it not the same scripture that we we are mm -hmm. actually reading? 
Maybe I'm saying, but is there is something about that thing of spirit of wisdom and revelation, yes. and um, we're we're saying that even like uh, like uh, my brother and sister rightly said, it's not it's not where we are, we need to stop actually. Mm. We need to press in, but like for us to press into the life, um, we need to be filled with it. It's mm. not just something that just a little and we can do. It's something that we need to be filled with. Like it needs to drown that that vanity, that vain mind, that and and all. Like it, it that's why we're talking about like let the word of Christ dwell richly in all wisdom. We're talking about being filled with the spirit to like the we we, we need fullness actually to start living the life. Mm-hmm. But um but like you know, so it's just a matter of like even though we know that we need we need uh we need to actually live the life. Mm-hmm. But we need to know that we need to be filled before we actually live. Mm-hmm. Because if we are trying to because I, I really like before now we're li- Sorry, before now we're looking at uh, except Lord build the house, mm. those that labor, they labor in vain. Mm. There's a way that we can be like, okay, we want to live holy, but we'll just be using our strength, mm. our wisdom to try, okay, this is how we do, also do it. And even, even with little, it might even be a revelation, but little revelation mm. is not yet full. You are not really, mm. it's not what is actually driving you yet. Mm. So there's a way that even with those little, little things, you can still use your strength. But the place where, where we come to fullness, like, uh, um, I think we're in that place too. That like we say that being filled with the of His will, and I said that He might walk worthy. Mm-hmm. And we say that you need to be filled first before you can begin to walk worthy. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying, and even the place of feeling too, it comes through the scriptures because the scripture that actually heals the mind. And that's why uh, I think Pastor Jeff was emphasizing last week that that place that we need to keep hearing too. Mm-hmm. It's a place that we keep hearing because as we keep hearing, like the scriptures become more and more real to us, mm-hmm. and we can relate to it more. And by it we relating to it more, it it gets it becomes something that is full within us, mm-hmm. and it begins to mm-hmm. you know give us we we begin to like that place in uh, Colossians I believe that says that let, being filled with knowledge of His will that He might walk worthy, mm-hmm. then it, it will begin to you know instruct our walk. Yeah. Even this life that we are talking about is like being filled. So what what's that strong for me? Like it's like mm-hmm. you said like the place of um, being filled with um, the word. Being filled and the, the place, and we were, we were looking at the, the, we can't be f- rightly filled with the word if we, if we are not filled with the spirit, mm-hmm. because we're looking at the uh, at um, comparison between Ephesians and Colossians, right? Mm-hmm. We saw that one was just being filled with the spirit, mm-hmm. but we can we can see that there's a relation between that and Colossians. I was mm-hmm. saying that let the word of Christ be in you richly, mm-hmm. but we can there's actually so them that even to be adequately filled with the word, you need to be filled with the spirit. So I believe that even we've been on like a progression. So sort of like to know how we can actually look in at that place of the except the Lord builds the house. Mm-hmm. The house that is being built, mm-hmm. it needs strength. Mm-hmm. And there's a progression to that strength. So yeah, so basically it's just the word. Like but even for you to have the fullness of the word, you need the spirit to too. Is it because it's the spirit of wisdom and revelation. It's actually a spirit. So they need the fullness within you too. Kind of. So it's just I just think like the beauty of the word. How we need to go in more in the word. It's actually like the word that actually Bring brings the flow of life and us. Yes, Praise yes. God. Hallelujah. So we can go home. <laughs> wow, this is awesome. Wow, thank God. Thank God. Um, yeah. This is awesome. Yes, please. I beg you. <laughs> Okay. Um, actually, I just want to say everything they've said. But just yes. something just stood out to me because 
we've all been talking about wisdom and yes. wisdom and um what just um popped up in my heart i believe is um that um like uncle jeff said pastor jeff said um, that last um on wednesday on saturday he said that the devil doesn't create anything on his own all he does is copy what god mm-hmm. has done yeah. and i start to see that um because even jesus um i think it was paul in corinthians when he was talking he said that he has that um, he knows that god has confounded the wisdom of men and that even their 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 wisdom is as is unto vanity so i'm probably not yes. paraphrasing it properly and i start to see that the reason why we need to god needs to is really emphasizing on the thing of well to me that's been like the emphasis really on the thing of god needs to make us wise and make me wise is because what produces and makes us keep chasing vanity is a wisdom yes and that is why and that is because he's copying what god did because the way god built a building he said that and um made made a master builder who is wise or something like yeah was master builder yeah so it's what builds the house he said that a house is built with wisdom and understand is established so say that what starts the building is really wisdom and we also start to see that um Uncle Jeff also talked about it about how is wisdom that brings the materials mm-hmm. and what is necessary mm-hmm. for so really and this is these are just things that talk to me but I think my head is so thick that I don't really see it mm-hmm. and it's just like mm-hmm. you want to live a different life but there's a wisdom that you've been using for a while so it's a battle of wisdom and we know God has already overcome and he has already conquered but it's just that there's always and that's what um they were they've all been saying in terms of that place of revelation like it's it's a warfare to come into revelation it's but i was just really i was just trying to say is that place of wisdom like because it's also he said and i mean what feels vanity is wisdom right yes. so that and that's why it's a mystery as well because it's not something that and we start to see, and we've also saw from previous teachings that is that place of when you come into fullness you can start to access wisdom so it's like if you don't come into if you don't press into the life of the spirit then there's no way we can access the wisdom but you believe we'll be living with another wisdom which will fail, keep filling our vanity which is why uncle jeff also said this i think last um on saturday i think where we was talking about it's preaching that on earth's wisdom yeah. is true preaching true um hearing true giving ourselves yeah. to the word that on earth's wisdom yes. and so i just had to say that and it's that's just something to say oh thank you so much praise god hallelujah, hallelujah. praise god hallelujah Hi, god is so merciful to us honestly god is so merciful has anybody has does this thing happen to anyone that is it's like when you're getting carried away in your vanity, like Holy Ghost just, it's almost like a slap. <laughs> does does that happen to anyone? And then all of a sudden it's like, what am I doing with my life? You know, like I need to sit up. God is merciful. When when um, Pastor Jeff said, um, anytime revelation comes, mercy has happened to you. Mm-hmm. That thing is also, is a work of mercy, you know, because honestly man by himself you know is incapable of having any thought towards god 
you know, is incapable. So anytime that feeling or comes is mercy has happened. I say this because this just happened to me this morning. <laughs> I was like, Oh Jesus what am I doing? <laughs> you know, thank God. God is merciful. Um one of the things that stood out to me on Saturday was when it's two things. I'll, let me just start with those two things. He said, revelation will drown vanity. Yes. And that's the truth. Because the vain man is so carried away in his thoughts. He's so carried. And, and vanity is a world. You know, yesterday, I don't know if anyone listened to PFN, but there's something profound that Pastor Pe said. He said, we say vanity because we are because that's what the scripture has called it. But vanity, yeah. like outside the scripture, that's not the definition. Yeah. It's not called vanity. Yeah. This is living. Yeah. This is life. Yeah. This is this is everything a man ought to be. Yeah. This this thing we are calling vanity, like in another world, is is everything. Yeah. He was saying that um, the vain man is everything. In fact, he's a doctor. He's a surgeon. He's a professor. He's a pastor. He's an apostle. He's everything, you know. And so for you to, for what, what is capable of removing that thing from man is actually, it's not in man. (laughs) It has to come from somewhere, you know, and it's revelation that will drown, drown it. And that will, that will show a different life yeah. to you. You know, God is so merciful. That was the one thing that struck me. The second thing that struck me was when he said, do not joke with seasons of revelation. Yeah. That thing was so profound. You know, he always tells us that this is our generation. We are in the danger of, we're in the danger of, you know, how sometimes too much too much knowledge can make one lazy. Yeah. I'll give you a good example. Mm-hmm. I feel like young people these days, let's say teenagers, we have some of the dumbest teenagers that have ever existed, probably in the history of humanity now. Mm-hmm. But you also have mm-hmm. the most access to to like anything you want to learn as a person mm-hmm. in this time. There's like no excuse to be dumb. Yeah. Yet you have the dumbest kids on earth living now. It's the same thing where you can have, for lack of better terms, the most spiritually functionless generation ever in a season with the most availability of word, wisdom, spirit, access to God. But it's because of what? Because of taking things for granted, what he called profanity. Like Esau, I looked up that word profane. It means irreverent, and I think that that's kind of where I want to dwell on today, because I'm always having cane in my hand when they give me is um that attitude that we need to have towards revelation and this season that we're in. Amen. Amen. Um, let's go to Ephesians chapter four. Since we've been there for a while.
you know the thing is actually let's read this place first and I'll see I'll see what I want to see. So from verse seventeen it says this I say therefore and testify in the Lord <laughs> and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen. Amen. Can we just all read together um, from verse 21 to verse 24? Can we go together? If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen. 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 Um, we, we thank God that we're born again. And our spirit is made, is, um, is bearing Christ. As in the spirit is saved. The spirit is wearing the new man. The spirit is regenerated. The spirit is alive. You know, is after God created in righteousness and true holiness. And we give God praise for that. But we all know, I mean, if you just watch your conversation on the earth, you know, nobody has to tell you or persuade you. You know <laughs> that your soul is wearing the old man. And the old man is the vain man. The old man is the profane man. He has no reverence. The old man is unholy. The old man is empty. The old man is unrighteous. The old man is unfruitful. The old man is not alive in realms where he's not known where he should be known, where he's supposed to be known. The old man. Um, he's ignorant. He's unbelieving. He's, he's faithless. <laughs> and he has a building. He has a framing. That's the old man. The old man is so vain um, in his thoughts. He has his way of life. He has his understanding of things. He's living in a whole different world. And that's the man that Paul has asked us to put off. And you know, it sounds harsh saying it like that, but that's the truth of the matter. The, the reason why all of us are sitting down in this room right now is because I want to kill him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's what we're here to do because we've been raised vain 
even after being born again for years and years if you look at the conversation any conversation that is is earthly that is framed around earthly life that conversation is vain and that's the old man that's living that life you know now I, i wanted to say this we need to want to put off the old man we need to hate the old man we need to deny the old man when i say deny i don't mean like you know you know i deny like i lied or i denied the truth no deny as in don't allow him that's what we need to do with the old man and sometimes in the abundance of maybe word 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 it doesn't dawn on you that the old man is sitting down here listening to this refs he's going to go home he's going to do everything he wants to do and then he's going to wait for the next meeting he's still old you know everything we've been learning so far about the spirit of wisdom coming about the importance of revelation is that wisdom is for to strengthen you to start to deny him and that's why you cannot joke with this season. That's why I cannot joke with this season. Because if I joke with this season, I will have no strength to put him off. Have you guys noticed that there's different, sometimes in the scripture, especially in the New Testament, there's like little pockets of where maybe Paul or Peter will say something like, put off malice, anger, wrath, evil speaking. There'll be clusters of sins that they say like that. Like Galatians 5, he'll say, the works of the flesh are manifest. You know, um, selfish ambitions, all these things, witchcraft, idolatry, everything. I know sometimes you can glance over it. Again, in Romans 2, it's the same thing. Was it Romans or no Romans? There's one, there's another pocket of those in Romans chapter 2, where, um, <laughs> sorry guys, that this is so funny. Is it Romans or Romans 1? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, hey, it's here. Romans chapter one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Um, verse 28. It's okay. It just goes something like this. They didn't like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave them over to reprobate mind. 29. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, murder, debate, deceit, uh, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God. You know, you can just be reading that and be like, ah, oh, these people, God will help them. Disobedient to parents without understanding, covenant breakers without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they will, you know, you just be, yeah, okay, that's great. Second Peter, let's, let's go to Second Peter and see another course that was, oh, <laughs> is it Second Peter, no, First Peter chapter 2? No, 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 it's First Peter chapter 2. Okay, verse 1. Um, wherefore laying aside all malice, all guile, all hypocrisies and envies and evil speakings. How many of us we just read the scriptures and we're like, hey, yeah, that's later aside yeah, and just like glance over. That's the old man. That's the old man that's doing all of those things. Galatians five, maybe let's go there quickly. Sorry, I'm just I'm just making fun of this The reason why I shouldn't joke, we shouldn't joke with putting, putting that old man off is because this is who he is. And even though it may be in your own body, it's not manifest, that's his potential. The potential of the old man is all these things. You know? And the way of the old man is leading where? Where's the old man leading to? Destruction now. We know it. The same way the way of Christ is leading to righteousness, sanctification, 
consecration is lead is going to redemption is going towards salvation the old man has a different trajectory and that's why you cannot allow him all the time you cannot just be there and be like oh it's okay i'm just old you know god will make me new no it's not like that you deny him you deny him so all these things about fellowshipping with the spirit um (laughs) so that wisdom will come the thing that pastor jeff said about being absent in moments where you are changed so that wisdom for life can come why you shouldn't joke with that why it should be a real thing that you practice that is something that is real to you is because this old man will not allow you rest you know and he has married you but you have to divorce him i have to divorce him you know you cannot just we cannot just listen to revelation and it's apart from us oh yeah the old man is just some guy no look inward if you realize that my conversation is not yet heavenly then i'm still old to a degree and the wisdom that comes from above it 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 disintegrates the old man their wisdom at the same time as it's building god's house it's it's um taking bricks one by one it's taking him apart it's like drowning him at first maybe the water will be here it's okay he's still feeling cool it will get to a point wisdom and revelation will make him gasp for breath he will die you know but if you just leave him you cannot have a double work going on like that and then like you're not serious it's not going to work like you will just be old and god doesn't do old god is new god is what god is new god is so new god is new and he will only dwell in the new um okay yeah this is sorry even though there's no longer necessary to read it but let's just read it galatians 5 19 now the works of the flesh are manifest which are these you now say adultery mm-hmm. check not me fornication check no but are you unclean yes lasciviousness yes idolatry yes witchcraft okay maybe i'm not saying <laughs> hatred yes variance emulations wrath yes strife seditions heresies envies yes check mothers drunkenness and that drunkenness is not just wine of of earthly wine i'm drunk we are drunk with so many things we are drunk that old man is perpetually high on something and the way like i was saying pastor Tokwe said he he could be anything that drunkenness could be anything just think about it anything that shifts your gaze from the spiritual is what you are drunk with and let me tell you guys is anything sleep or food or netflix or instagram facebook doing your laundry keeping your home clean drunkenness is drunkenness satan will satan he doesn't need it to be sophisticated what is sophistication because as soon as he makes a fantastic work you detect him he he hides as she was who was saying it he hides in just we were talking about this i think a couple weeks ago you know he hides in he hides in plain sight the old man hides in plain sight because he knows that if he goes you're not like "Mm, ah, you are hiding no he'll just be there he's just normal normal in fact he's your guy the old man is your guy the old man is vain like <laughs> he's your natural 
He's your natural response, the old yeah. the old man. Yeah. yeah. That profane guy. Like his instinct is not to look up. Yeah. And that's how the heart is. The canal man. You know, those of us that are are learning wisdom. That's how, that's how the natural instinct is. It's not to look up first. It's to look down first. You know? So we have to deny him. That's why wisdom, wisdom, taking wisdom um, um, provision seriously is important. It's important. You can't joke with it. Amen. 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 Um, let's quickly go to... We've been reading... God is merciful. God is so merciful. Mm -hmm. Let's just look at how the old man is. James chapter 3. Sorry. I just want us to bring a bit of practicality to the things we've been hearing. Um... Obviously, me, I don't have not enough force. I'm just the Iran girl. <laughs> so it's plainness of speech with me. <laughs> Great plainness of speech. <laughs> so if I'm not deep enough for you, sorry, come next week. I'm <laughs> you know, but let God, um, one day Carrie said to me, she said, she said, I always pray this prayer. God disappoint my lust. That day I said, Wow, <laughs> what a thing to say! You know, sometimes you have to say it like that, like it doesn't because you, you listen to Revelation, there's and it has to sound that way for a reason. But you have to tell yourself, God disappoint my like it with plain, say it plainly. Oh, this is my loss that I have for the disappointed. <laughs> you know, I just said that to say. Sometimes telling yourself the truth in plain English so that you can know that you are carnal, sold on that sin, and you need salvation. Amen. 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 Okay, James chapter 3, verse 13. It says, Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. One more time. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. Amen. 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 Um, this is what wisdom wants to do. You know, wisdom is the first, Jeff called it the first light. You know? Wisdom is the one that will change your conversation. Why does scripture talk about conversation with Philippians chapter 2? You see people who have bad conversation. We'll come back to this James 3, but let's just look at here. Philippians chapter 2, sorry, Philippians chapter 3. He said in verse 20, 
But before he went to verse 20, he, he, in verse 18, he said, For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly. That's just so vain. That's the vain man. Whose God is their belly, whose glory is in their shame. That's vanity. Who mind earthly things. That's the old man. That's the vain, profane man. He minds earthly things. It says, for our conversation is in heaven. The people whose conversation is in heaven is people that wisdom has taught to have a good conversation. If wisdom doesn't teach you a different conversation, and wisdom will bring a different conversation by teaching you how to set your affection. Let's just break that word affection. What is affection? Affection. Who is in love here? No takers. I know two people in love. I'm in love. Okay, I'm not in love with Jesus. I'm in love with Jesus. Everybody is holy in the room. I just, I love the Lord. Okay, I love my husband. Okay, affection. Affection. You know the way affection does you. Okay, who has had a crush before? Since only people are too deep. Thank you, honest people of God. Affection. Affection possesses your mind. You'll be doing something, you want to think of something else, the thing will just come. Out of your control. Affection. And it's not just that you're not fighting it, you love to think on this thing. You love to think on the person that you're in love with. They are not forcing you, they are not begging you, they are not cajoling you, they are not, you know, encouraging you, (laughs) convincing you that you're supposed to think of this person. No, it's just happening, you know. Initially, initially it's not like that. But that word set, it almost suggests intentionality. Before it will become natural, you have to set it. You, You asset your affection. On this exam, it is wisdom that will teach you how to set your affection on things above and not on earth. Because the the end of somebody whose conversation is on earth, the person's God is his belly. What does that mean? Is my satisfaction is my God. You know, my satisfaction is my God whose glory is in their shame. Whose end is destruction. Now you may we, sometimes it may feel disconnected. Ah, can the old man be going to? That's his end, really. If you be honest, if we will be sincere, based on our understanding of the scriptures, the old man is headed for destruction. You know, but God has interjected and brought wisdom so that we can change our conversation. I mean, do you know another thing that could be, um, um. I was reading something this morning and I realized that anything outside of God is vain. No matter how good it looks. No matter how fantastic it looks. And especially with human judgment. If it's outside of Christ, and Uncle Jeff was saying this the other day, if it's outside of Christ, if it's outside of God, it's vain and it's nothing. It means nothing. It will amount to nothing. It's absolutely nothing. Paul in Philippians chapter 2 he said Mm -hmm. 
He said, No, it's Philippians chapter 3. Forgive me. Because I need to memorize the scriptures. Philippians chapter 3. You know this this passage in Philippians 3 where Paul um, started just giving us his CV about how he could have had had things to boast about. Um... And then he realized this stuff is trash. Sometimes you just read that thing and just pass over it. Yes, you know, Hebrew of Hebrew, stock of Israel, tribe of Benjamin, um, as touching the law of Pharisee, uh, concerning still persecuting the church. Then what was the last one he said? Uh-huh. Touching righteousness, which is the law, blameless. You know that sounds because it's very removed from where we are. It sounds like oh okay now good for you sir. You brought the Hebrew. God bless you. But imagine somebody saying Professor Emeritus born into the house of Aliko Dangote. Um bagged six degrees from Harvard. Because our minds are renewed, you're like mm, then but really take that outside. They will invite you to TEDx. Joe Reagan, White House will invite you to come and talk. Wow. They, you are going to be a voice to the nations. <laughs> Do you understand? Yeah. Is this guy now mad to say, I count it all dung for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ? What happens to make you realize that that is vain? Guys, do, you, do we realize how powerful this thing is? Yes. But maybe it's because we, we don't have our degree. Have you met me that have our degree? <laughs> May I know? Let me tell you something. Okay, a funny joke. I know, I know a couple of people who went to Harvard Law School. One of them had asked me to edit one of his papers when I was in uni. Then in the dedication, he wrote my name. I almost I, Let me just frame this dedication page so that I can tell my friends. I know somebody that went to Harvard and they put me in front of their, uh, in front of their paper. Like when they say, oh, thanks to, um, you know when you're writing your thanks yeah. to whoever helped you yeah. with your thesis or whatever. I said, what? You put my name? Come on. Hello, Facebook. <laughs> my friend just graduated from. It's a big deal. Imagine you say, I count it as dung. I count it as dung. What happens to in the mind is light. What happens in the mind is judging with a different sight. It means that a different judgment has happened to the person from darkened understanding to enlightenment because you realize that something that is everything in this world, in God's world, is nothing. And if I'm nothing in that world, even though I'm everything here, I'm still nothing. And that thing has to be so real to the soul. That every day you wake up and your conversation is still low. You should be so depressed. <laughs> the thing that should make you depressed is not because Canada forgot to send you a 2K. It's that. I'm vain. I'm vain. Like my carnality should bother me. The nature of the old man should bother me. Sometimes just in living, when things happen and I see the reaction that comes out, then I'll not remember Uncle Jeff saying, 
mm-hmm. we should have spiritual reaction is after long after everything that's happened and i'll be like wow. oh we should have spiritual reaction <laughs> wow. you know what instructs that reaction the old man the old man because he has no reverence for god does not remember god in moments where he should because if he would remember god he would have a different response to everything in life but in relationships with people in relationship with things in the world how he handles things in relationships um in his relationship to god he would judge differently and and exalt god when we say um we lift you up lift you up above what are you saying it's lift you up above everything inside yeah. me that wants to put you down. Yeah. That wants to exalt itself against the knowledge yes. of God. I lift you up. God, when I say I lift you up, I'm lifting you up above things. There are so many things. I lift you up. You know? That's how to not be profane. When you lift him up. And it's wisdom that teaches you that. How to exalt. And it's, and it's a process. You know, choosing <laughs> when wisdom brings <laughs> when wisdom brings instruction on how to act, even if it has happened and then the instruction comes later. Next time, practice it. That's how you start to undo his. You undo him, and you and you um kill him gradually. You gradually eliminate the old man. You know, but if you keep allowing him, allowing him. Revelation can sit, and this is what Uncle Jeff was saying. Revelation can sit in the mind. The old man will just be there, comfortable with his tab wow. box, listening to revs. He will listen wow. to PFN from April one to today that they took break. He has listened to all the message. Ask him something. Okay, what, what, <laughs> what one new instruction have you carried out? If the answer is none, there's something is wrong. And I want to tie this back in with the importance of that thing. I don't want us to leave it alone. Of that, you know, speaking to yourselves in hymns, psalms, spiritual songs. When he was saying that that thing is powerful and it can capture you, take you out of yourself and infuse things into you that would naturally not come to you. The reason why you cannot joke with that thing is because there's no other means. How are you going to get it? How are you going to get it? So if you are just listening to Revelation, which is good, please, okay, anybody that's just listening to Revelation, your fellowship sucks. What kind of fellowship? But don't stop listening to message, because you now just died you more. You'll be gone, gone, gone. So be listening. It's just that to so your listening, add prayer, add singing, spiritual songs, add feeling to it. But here you must. Here you must. Here you must. I listened to a message Reverend K said. If the lion swallows a sheep, he said, let him devour the entire animal. As long as the ear is remaining, you will retrieve it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And it's the truth. Yes, ma'am. As long as the ear is remaining, you will retrieve it. Yes, you know? The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing. Wisdom will come by hearing as well. You know? It will come by hearing. But we mustn't joke with the season. If if you are in a place where, you know, you are just, what's the word? Lackadaisical. You know, the thing is not holding weight. Cry for weight. That's one of the things that was said on Saturday. You know, that some, it, something is beginning to happen to you when scripture is having weight. Yes. Weight. When it's heavy on your heart, yes. then something is happening to you. Yes. If things are just still... 
if the way rice is to you, that's how word is to you. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Amen. Amen. God will help us. God will strengthen us. Let's go back to that James chapter 3. Okay, it says, Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. That's another thing that wisdom will have. Meekness. Oh my God. Can we just stop here for a second? <laughs> good conversation. Conversation. What's the meaning of conversation? Way of life, right? We, everybody knows that. Conversation means way of life. Out of meekness of wisdom. There is no way. There is no way your conversation can change, like your way of life can change, if you are not meek and submit yourself to wisdom's instructions. You know what the problem is with the old man? He's wise. He's a wise guy. He feels cool with himself. Before you say one, he has said ten. Old man has answers. Like the last thing on his mind is like, let me ask God, what does the spirit have to say about this? Old man is lost. He's in a different world. He's wise. What does the Bible say about that wisdom? It's sensual, devilish. And if you bring it home, you, you may not think, uh-uh, how is how I'm living devilish? But where did it come from? The wisdom just appear. We all know now, fallen cherub, full of beauty, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. He has his own wisdom cause, wisdom arrangement. Bible says it, Ephesians chapter 2. You have walked according to the cause of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. And we're we're by nature, it's in the old man's nature to be wise according to this world. It's it, like that's who he is. That's that's how he is, you know. So if you are not, if you don't submit yourself to the meekness of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom, and his instructions, his chastenings, his promptings, his quickenings, his harassments, your conversation will never change, and it's war. It's war, and it's painful, and it's a fight. Who knows what I'm talking about in that bosky? Nobody. <laughs> yeah, it's a fight. It's a fight. It's a fight. It's wisdom for wisdom. You know how we were talking about last week two two types of wisdom. When Uncle Jeff said, "There's the wisdom for accessing scripture," then there's the wisdom where it turns into life. We, the wisdom that we are using to live is, is life, is full life like when I say life, it's in our blood yeah. that's how you are but you have to submit yourself be meek under the spirit of wisdom you know, at any level that you are in there's wisdom provision in that level amen is, am I saying the truth? yes, we shouldn't think of um, you know, sometimes the way messages come if, if, if you're not um, if you're not, you know, 
God is not helping you to like see things very well. You can be boxing things. Okay, there's just two wisdoms. There's the wisdom in this box for revelation. Then there's the wisdom in this box. No, what he was saying is that take out wisdom. There's no counsel. Take out wisdom. There's no might. Take out wisdom. So in any realm of the journey that you are in, there's a wisdom in that place. And that wisdom talks. Is talking. That wisdom is talking. At every point in the journey, whether you feel like you are in the outer court tying your shoelaces or you feel like you are at the veil, good for you. As long as you are submitting yourself to wisdom's dealings at every point, that's what guarantees usefulness and exchanging of life. Does that make sense? Amen. So it says... Um, Short of a good conversation, his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envyings, check. And strife in your hearts, check. <laughs> Glory not and lie, lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every wicked work, and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Can we just read what that wisdom that's from above is? It says, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Let's just stop there. Pure. I said that we should just get a bit practical today. I don't know if we'll be honest. I'll be honest with you guys. This old man that has married our nature, he has, he has his ways and he's not pure. In worried you say, I think we do no pure. Because it's cunning. Yeah. 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 That old man is always looking out for self. He protects self. Um, <laughs> he has a form of godliness, but he denies the power unto salvation. He doesn't want to change. That's why you don't negotiate with him. You don't do bargain with him. Okay, I'll just keep small then. You can't take it. No, he doesn't do that. He can pretend to you that he's bargaining with you. Or he's killing you. He's not a bargainer. The same way God wants to swallow. That old man, where his source is from, is a swallower too. And it's a complete work that they aim to do. When, I, that, when they say the wisdom is pure, if, if you look at it, I mean, God is helping us. You know, we're changing. But let me give you guys a funny, very funny example. And I mean, maybe people will laugh at me, judge me. That's okay. When I got married, <laughs> you know, you're a wife, you're cooking food, you're serving your husband. <laughs> I think I was telling somebody this story recently too. Anyways, I'm very picky with what I eat. As in, aesthetically, it has to be on point. If the fish is broken, I'm not, I'd rather not touch it. I'd rather I broke the fish myself, so it has to be a complete, pretty-looking piece of fish. And then I take my own knife and fork and I break it, okay? If I don't want this you to touch the rice, let it not touch the rice, okay? My husband, on the other hand, this guy is so dead to the world. If you like, put moi moi and spark beans, and go see, mix it together, throw it in an oily bowl. He'll take it, be like, thank you, honey. 
you're welcome. But when I'm in the kitchen, say I made two pieces of fish, one broke, one didn't break. I prefer the unbroken piece. But even in something like sharing fish, Holy Ghost would be like, my guy, give him the unbroken piece. <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like, it sounds like just a joke. And a lot of times I'll give him the broken piece. One, he's not even aware that the piece is broken. Doesn't even care to him. This fish is great, honey. You should open a restaurant. But me, I know that I just negotiated with death. I just compromise. It's something like fish. You know that it's not about the fish. It's about my heart. Because that thing is impure. Because in that moment, I did not prefer him. I preferred myself. I preferred what I want. I mean, at the end of the day, still fish. Most of the time, I don't finish my food. I'll still give him. And sometimes I'll not justify it. Oh, like at the end of the day, he may still take... Yeah, at the end of the day, he'll still take some of mine. So let me just... You know, I'll take, I'll take the pretty looking one. But Holy Ghost, every time I do something like that, I know that something is wrong with me. And then I notice that that thing will transcend into other things. You will now say, oh, because he doesn't care. Like, okay, let me give you guys another funny example. I'm putting myself on blast today. When I sleep, I like the bed very clean. So sometimes I'll take a piece of cloth and just dust my side of the bed. Like, very no hair, nothing. Sometimes I'll sprinkle a little baby powder on it. Just, you know, get a clean lint remover. I'm there. <laughs> and then I'm just like, he doesn't even care. But something inside me is like, go to the other side. Lint roll it. Use the cloth. Do everything. Because it's something in the heart. Be pure. But... My natural instinct. Why is it not to be pure? Why didn't I just get married and I'm just perfect? I give my husband the perfect looking fish. Maybe even add parsley on top. I'd be like, here you go, my king. Why? Why? Why is, why is the wisdom twisted? Why does it look out for me? Yeah, that is devilish. Because the wisdom of this world will instruct you. Prefer the other not looking on your own things but looking on the things of another that's the practicality of this old man new man thing where wisdom and that thing is deep it's not and like i said it's not about fish it's about everything because at work in dealing with people then with god will i when god demands something will i say oh god but you don't really care. I mean, the end of the day, last part, if I don't do it, it doesn't mean you know that that heart. If they cannot instruct you with fish, then you think God would tell you about when Jesus said, If I've told you about earthly things and you don't understand, is he when I tell you about heavenly things that you understand? No, when I say that wisdom in every phase that you are in, every any part of your journey that you are in, you need it. It's because if you fail in this place, you will make a mess. In fact, they won't even let you because you just go and fool yourself <laughs> in realms that matter. The other day, sorry, I'm always telling you guys the other day. This is what I have to just forgive me. <laughs> the other day, I was reading John chapter 3 or chapter 4. That scripture where Jesus was with the Samaritan woman. Something struck me. That woman was not wise. It seemed like she and Jesus were in two different places have, trying to have a conversation. Because he would say one thing, the thing that she would say would, like, 
forgive me only because God has had mercy on us and we can see. Because I know that I would have done worse than that woman self. I would have said absolute rubbish. When Jesus would say one thing, I would just say something very stupid. <laughs> you know, so I say this with all humility, but she was not wise in that. Jesus was saying something. The way she would answer is as if he was just talking over her head. And that's how it is for most of us. Even though you, you are understanding the semantics of what is being said. Understanding mm-hmm. is not happening. Jesus said, <laughs> Jesus said, give me water. She's like, where's your drawing instrument? Okay, no problem. That's a fair question. Okay, he now said, if you know who it is that is speaking to you, you know, you ask of him and he'll give to you living waters that will, you know, well up in you into a fountain, all these things. She now said, ah, give me the water so that I'll never come back here to fetch water. Ah. I mean, <laughs> to us now, it sounds like, are you well? <laughs> you know, but if you think, if you, if you juxtapose that and think of how we are, what God is speaking, what God is concerned about, and what the old man is concerned about, the old man is concerned about not coming to fetch water. But Jesus Christ is concerned about life and living. That is what I call profanity. Because they are saying, it's the same thing as Esau. Take my breath right, give me porridge. I mean, Asaro, you you literally, like you could have been Israel. (laughs) I don't even know. You could have been Israel, you could have been the prince of God. You could have been, like as in the entire scripture. Even go to the book of Revelation. Everything, you'll be seeing tribe of Israel. Everything is numbered according to this and that. Like, you traded that off. I mean, even in the natural, if I offer you a sorrow, you say you stop being your father's child. Do you see how ridiculous it sounds? But that nature is in us. They'll probably not use a sorrow, but there's so many times that when God is bringing something of value, importance, you, you say, give me porridge instead. That attitude. When you deny wisdom, you will be like that. Because you cannot discern. It's wisdom that makes you discern, oh, this thing is valuable. This thing is worthwhile. This thing is, this thing is heavy that is being given to me. Because old man cannot judge that. But when you allow wisdom, it will bring a different lens. You know? When the Bible says that the child grew in wisdom, it's not that he was now smart. He now knew how to put nail inside wood. No. It's spiritual wisdom. It's this wisdom that will graduate you from levels of carnality into levels of spirituality that will ultimately change your conversation, elevate you, bring you from dust, raise you from the grave till you are raised up. Because a lot of souls are in the grave. A lot of souls are in the land of forgetfulness, hearing revelation in the grave. Licking dust on the ground, in the valley, comfortable, but sounding cool to our friends. No? Allow wisdom. Allow him, invite him. Uh, what did they say? Like, wear him on your neck. Tattoo him inside your heart. Anywhere you go, like, what's wisdom saying, you know? You know, there's a deeper one that Uncle Jeff talked about last week. 
where he said it's not just merely leading of the spirit, but some people, even leading of the spirit, normal, normal, you don't even have. And that's one thing leading will bring. It, it may, one of the things I noticed about my husband when I when we first started, like, okay, not courting, but when I started liking him, I okay, I liked him from before, <laughs> but when I started liking him in my adult life, the first thing I noticed, you guys, I said, this guy is wise. I'm not lying to you. When people are like, oh, what do you like about me? How oh, are you? Are tall, handsome. You can play piano. And his hair cut to be so fresh, you guys. My God. What a dude. He was a bloke. I am telling you guys. I used to go home and be like, wow. Stalk his Facebook page. I was in love. But the thing that struck me the most. I said, this guy is wise. How do you have... Like when you ask a question. And not just even spiritual question. We wouldn't do that one. As in, I did not even know what it meant to be born again. <laughs> like, in terms of scripturally, like, you were dead. It was from him I learned that, 2013 or so. I, like, I was clueless. I just knew I loved God, everything, but I don't know one single word. But wisdom of scripture, yes. But wisdom of life. <laughs> you ask one question. The answer. I'll be like, are we all living in this earth? Like, are we all human beings? Because I don't see how it is possible that you could come up with that answer. <laughs> wisdom. That wisdom will chart a different course for you in the natural. It will make you spiritual, make you have relevance in things of the spirit. But even in this life, there's a way to navigate even your normal life that you're living wisely. You know how the Bible says... Um, the sons of Issachar, they are what? They, it doesn't say they are wise. I don't know if it says that. But they know the times and the seasons. You know? The Bible says that we should be wise and walk circumspectly. You can't walk circumspectly without wisdom. Where, where, where is the knowledge on, as the people say, technical know-how for walking circumspectly? Where does it come from? Does it appear to you? No, there's a provision for it flowing from the throne you know and if you're not faithful in one level you will just be foolish you'll just be what foolish. foolish and you can be a foolish christian you can be a foolish virgin as all of them are virgins they're undefiled shit the virgins they're all of them are undefiled all of them they are beautiful all of them they have robes the only thing is that some had sense some didn't have sense but when push came to shove in the moment that mattered what separated them was that some were wise some were foolish old man would tell you it's okay you can borrow oil from your friend wisdom would tell you my friend better get oil because you don't know when this door will open yeah Wisdom will instruct you. Wisdom says, I have counsel with me. If you don't have wisdom, there's no counsel. And without counsel, you are just a fool. You are groping in the dark. Yeah. You are groping in the dark. And you won't be able to see afar off. Or even see at all. Does anybody ever have this feeling of, like, in their, in their Christian world, they're just going in circles? Jonathan McKernel sang a song about that. Mm -hmm. I'm just going in cycles. 
you know yeah. that's not the testimony of not not no offense to this song but that should not be the test there are seasons like that yes but one of the things that <clears throat> jeff has told me i think when they were doing kind of bible study at home he said he said every sin that a person struggles with is because there's a gap in wisdom oh, it's true there's a gap in wisdom there's a gap in understanding Every even Seth, all these um, what's it called? What they call them? Uh, they call them recurring sins. Um, sins that habit habit sins. Even ones that it feels like I can never be free from it. He said it's because there's a gap in wisdom. There's a gap in wisdom. That means there's a gap in understanding. But once understanding, like revelation comes, wisdom brings revelation. Revelation turns into understanding. Mm-hmm. Understanding turns into a knowledge that becomes yours. You will be free because sin hides. Yes. Yeah. But when you detect it, it means wisdom has happened. Mm-hmm. So there's a gap. Mm-hmm. That's why you must always be, um, what's it called? Giving and allowing yourself to be exposed to wisdom's Wisdom's chatting, <laughs> wisdom's dancing. Anything wisdom wants to do, I'm here for it. That should be the attitude. The attitude of, you know, later allowing the old man to just dictate. Dictate is not. It's not. It should not be our attitude, because your conversation will keep being earthly, and really, what is waiting is shame. This way of, um. The cause of you know those who will get honor immortality and glory from God is a, is really a, is wisdom. The way is, is wisdom. It's a wisdom way. It's a wisdom way, and you know how I know is because Jesus has been made wisdom unto us. If we're just talking about wisdom, like okay, sharp guy, you know what to do. Okay, you can say it, then it's not. But if Jesus has been made unto us wisdom, then you know. That there's no path, there's no journey, there's no progression without wisdom. Jesus has been made wisdom unto us. He's been made power unto us. And wisdom is strength. Strength will make you overcome sin. Strength will make you deny ungodliness. You know? It will. God will. God will give us so much wisdom. Amen. Amen. God will. In every phase of our journey that we're in, he will, he will infuse doses of wisdom unto us. Amen. In Jesus' name. Um, let's go to Colossians chapter 3. Sorry that I've talked so much. Let's just see. Mm-hmm. Actually, before we see that Colossians chapter three, I want to I want to say something that's in Ephesians chapter four first. Mm-hmm. That same thing is echoed in Romans chapter twelve, verse one. This Ephesians four. Sorry, is this message too basic for you guys? Uh, y'all, y'all are deep. <laughs> Forgive this baby food I'm throwing at you. <laughs> um, 
This is Ephesians 4, chapter 23. Well, let's read 22 first. It says that ye put off concerning the former conversation. That's your former way of life, the old man. Because that old man is wearing the former conversation. The former conversation and the old man, they are together. They are married. They are in love. They are one. You know? Which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. This is this is the great thing about the new man. Because he's he's born of incorruptible seed. What is what's the meaning of corrupt? It means it won't last. Sometimes when I say old man, I'm reminded of how God says that you know things are getting old and he will fold them like a vesture. That's the same way the old man is just gonna He's, he's, he means in, in God's realm, he's like rags. He's rags. He's, he's filthy. He's nothing in God's realm. The way they can fold something old and you chuck it because it's useless to you. That's the old man. We don't need him. It's not a pain me. He's not my friend. Not my relative. So, even though he's there, I want him to know. That I'm coming for him <laughs> in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Who is coming for him? For him? Uh, I'm coming for him oh, by God's grace, by by God's wisdom, mercy, um, grace, truth, provisions. We're coming for him, and he won't last. We will outlast him because we'll put on the new man in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And we won't be vain. You know, we will. We will chat a cause contrary to how the other Gentiles walk. In Jesus' name. You know, I'm just praying that God will find a generation of people who finally, who finally, he can say, ah, these people are wearing new man. Like in numbers. Because I'm not going to say that people have not put on new man. They are, they are guys. Cloud of witness guys. <laughs> people in the league of the apostles. Jesus Christ himself. So don't feel cool with yourself. You know, but the thing is, in numbers, God can, you know, hundreds of thousands of people who are new, who will um, clear the air for Christ's reign because they are new. And then the new reign can come in, you know, reigning life can come in because they have put on the new man and will be part of that company in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So um, Ephesians 4 verse 22 says that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful loss. And it now says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. I want to just stay here a little. It says be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Can we say be renewed? In the spirit of your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. It now says, and that ye put on the new man. So there's no new man putting on if you are not renewed in the spirit of your mind. Can somebody just explain to me what they think being renewed in the spirit of your mind means? Anybody, just like, I mean. Renewed in the spirit of your mind in the sense of um, the state, like natural state, hmm. what your mind position actually, <laughs> yes. actually be the depths yes. of the mind that's yes. the thoughts of the mind. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Another thing when they say, 
spirit. What one thing that comes to me is like you know how, for example, Jeff uses this example of, of the spirit of the law. The spirit of the law is justice. Is it you know, like the spirit of the mind can just be profane. Let's use that word. Yeah. You know, the spirit of the mind. Or you say, the spirit of engineers is they are in a perpetual problem-solving state. That's the spirit of the profession. You know, so the spirit of the mind is is a carnal spirit. Do you know, are you understanding the way I'm using that word spirit? It's like the arrangement, the thing that it's about. The thing that it's about can just be so low. So low. But that, and that's the old man. When I say low, in God's, in God's arena, so low. But being renewed in the spirit of your mind is how you put on the old man, in the new man. Amen. Romans chapter 12. Actually, here it just makes so much sense that Paul would say in verse 2 and be not conformed to this world. That's the old man, his conformity is worldliness, is vanity. Yes or no? Yes, now the old man is con- <laughs> him and conformity to the world, world, they are friends the same way. Um, the new man is conformed to Christ. The old man is conformed to the world. And then it says, but be ye transformed by the renewed. Transform. What's a transformation? Transformation, it was one thing. It becomes another thing. Yes? Yes. Renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. How do we become renewed in the spirit of our minds or how do we renew the mind is everything we've been learning who wants to just give us a one minute what they think or how they think we can renew our minds pastor Ennis in the house pastor michael Mm -hmm. yeah tell us how do you how do you think we can be renewed Being renewed mm-hmm. in our minds. Um, it's basically from, I guess, from all we've been saying. Um, honestly, it just boils down to the word. Yes. But, um, uh, the Bible says the word is powerful. Yes. Sharper. Yes. Right? It, it pierces through, said to the intent, yes. and the thoughts. Yes. Right, of the mind or of the heart. the heart, right? And it's in, you know, it's in our mind where thoughts generate, right? Mm-hmm. They come from the heart yes. to the mind, right? Yes. So the inflow of the word, right, is, mm. is like what we're saying, um, revelation, right, deals with the vanity of the mind. Yes. Right? Which is and that revelation is 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 the word, yes. right? So the inflow of the word is mm-hmm. what deals with that, mm-hmm. right? Um, in that place when we're talking about the uh, vanity of the mind, mm-hmm. right? It, it also talks about um, says being alienated from the from, the, from yeah from life, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's another place it says um, can't remember the the word now, but there is a 
there's a vanity of the mind mm -hmm. and then there's there's one of the hearts i forget yes. the word that he uses ignorance but, yes ignorance yes that's the mm -hmm. that's the one right and it's 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 as you so the more word i see it as a progression mm -hmm. right there's a level of word that deals with the vanity of the mind yes but it hasn't touched the heart yet yes which is where life really flows yes from, right so until you yeah. keep progressing and progressing and coming into more word mm -hmm. and more word until mm -hmm. there is a conglomeration mm -hmm. of many many revelations yes kind begins to touch yeah. that heart yeah. where really is the source yes. of all the things that go on in the mind <laughs> so i just see it as is everything goes from the word yes really. sir kai this is just it praise god yeah. um on so i don't know if you started your wednesday where yeah it was saturday you know where where pastor jeff was saying that um, scriptures is the healing for vanity of the mind mm. and it's true you know the thing is that um, the the vain mind has its hope it has like every day it wakes up it has this vain glory that is going for you know vain life has its vain glory has its vain works to achieve <laughs> It's vain pursuit and it's vain works to achieve vain glory. The same way scripture world has its hope. Has its works to achieve its own glory. But one of the things I see that the scripture is the scripture, the thing is that it's not just words. It's potent. That's the thing about the scriptures. The thing about the word. Is for anything the thing what what is it that can like that example I gave of somebody with the many many degrees who is who is an elite in the world like Paul was what is the thing that can that can that can undo the weight of those things scripture is the first thing because when the scripture keeps hitting that thing hitting that thing hitting that thing it will start to paint its own image. Even though the, the like it's when we're talking about those two knowledges, even though the knowledge has not become a knowledge yet that you are using that is like life generating life, what is doing is shy is painting an image. You know what the Bible says that we behold as in the as in a glass the image. But the thing is that at first that image has to form because there's a point where there's no image at all because you don't just come to the glass and there's image. There's the build, creating of the image first, right? Scripture, scripture will form that image. Then as you now keep looking at that image. Because, because there's more that goes on looking at that image then you are now being changed because life is exchanging right but at first where's the image going to come from the scripture so no word no image no image no life no life old man and his loss and his destruction is your portion <laughs> so who will love the scripture i want to love the scripture i want to i want to be drowned there i want to i want to live there i want to in fact let me go show me. I want to see me and the scripture which be like this. Mm -hmm. Wake up in scripture I when I'm sleeping in scripture, bathing in scripture, whatever I'm doing, scripture because it will create an image. The reason why the old man is comfortable is because his, his own hope is alive to him now. That's all he's seeing. But when you start to introduce something different, you start to weaken him a little, 
And the more powerful that other image is, the more weak he become. So one day you are like, who is old man? Yes. That's, that's the same thing as one day Paul could say, I count it as dung. Do you know what dung is? Imagine a big fat cow takes a dump. That's dung. That's disgusting. For you to say, my accolades are dung. And I count them but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. It says that I may know him. Kai. But the scripture first has to be introduced. And that's why we don't joke with it. I don't know if anybody has been following um, New and Living Way Church Sunday School. But one of the things that has been talked about there, I don't know, God is emphasizing this thing this season, you know, about the word, about dwelling with the word, about being familiar with scriptures, you know, scripture and you are one because Holy Ghost cannot, Holy Ghost cannot work with anything else, you know. One, one, I think it was two summers ago or some summers ago, um, Jeff was telling me, he's like, ah, you know, like, in the summertime, they say, oh, kids camp. And then you're not just them dancing, kid mo, kid mo. Hey, what are you doing? I want to be a helper. He said, no. <laughs> kids, that's not what they need. Summertime like this, learning scripture. It's not that you are getting rest from it. Too. It's not that you are, like, it's, you know, it's changing you. He said, let them just be learning it. Familiarize yourself with the scripture. I just give the example to say that some of us, we are not familiar with the text of the scripture, just text. Like even just reading the Bible alone, nothing is happening. Like no serious rev, oil is not pouring out. Just you reading the scriptures, something will happen to you. I'm telling you, something will happen to you. Something will happen to your mind. You will realize that this world we're living in and the world where God is, is dwelling, they are very different. It will do something to you, whether you like it or not. So, you know how there's this idea that, oh, I came to the world, nothing deep was happening, nothing, you know, it wasn't fantastic, oil was not ungoming the things that oil has glued together. It's okay. Are you familiar with the scriptures? Like, can you say, okay, they talked about renewing of the mind in, um, what did we just read? I need to know the scriptures. Yes, and then we saw it in Romans 12. Can you do that? Like, studying the scriptures, there's like several places where Paul talks about your conversation, your conversation, your conversation. Can I know every single place he talked about conversation? Because it will enrich my meditation time. And in those meditation times, things will flow. But if you don't know the basic scriptures, you don't know where things are. You Okay. Where is the healing of the centurion? Who knows? Okay, I need to Google it. Do you see what I mean? You need to be familiar with the scriptures. Be familiar with the scriptures. Don't see, oh, you want to have oil pouring out? You don't know where anything is. There was one day I was reading Romans. I realized that I was just so clueless because things you will find in maybe like Galatians, you will see them there in Romans. That day I was shook. I was just like sneaking me. I need to know the Bible. But that thing that day, I felt like that day was the first time that I learned about faith when somebody was not preaching, as in like. Because I'm learning about faith when people are preaching. That was the first time it happened to me that I learned about faith. As in, it was like I w- it was happening to me. I was learning something mm-hmm. by myself in the scripture, but nobody was preaching because the scriptures connected themselves. 
because I knew that something was in romance. But if you don't know the scriptures, you keep saying, oh, oil is not flowing. Which oil from where? My guy, you don't know what is in Galatians. Okay, what are the nine fruits of the Spirit? You now say gentleness. Gentleness. Um, temperance is there. Then what's the other fullness? Um, gratefulness. <laughs> fruitfulness. <laughs> Humbleness. No, learn the scriptures. How will you know? Even, do you know that even just the letter will, will do something to your mind? Even, okay, when Paul says, or Peter will say something like, put away malice. You, something, if you know that scripture by yourself, when you are behaving somehow towards your brother, they can remind you of that thing. They can remind you of that thing. So anybody who is not studying the scriptures, you are learning revelation, you don't have foundation of actual scriptural things in the word. You are going to just be empty. Nothing is going to happen. Know the scriptures. Let it begin to work on your mind. Let it begin to form an image. Let it begin to do something. Then, after that, you can have another conversation with wisdom. Does that make sense? I mean, is what I'm saying, is it, is it reasonable? Yes. Is it real? Yes. Or everybody here knows the scriptures. We all know the New Testament, like the back of our hand. Okay, because... No, because some people they are just like, oh, I've read the I've read the New Testament twenty seven times. Um, I I appreciate you, bro. <laughs> I in fact I celebrate you. <laughs> you know, but I know for a fact that if we are more enriched in the Word, our meditation life will be richer. And when your meditation life is richer, instruction life will be richer. But if Holy Ghost has nothing to work with, you will just be dry. Say dry. 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 But when you know the scriptures, when you know dry scriptures, Holy Ghost will introduce oil to the scripture. And when there's oil on the scripture, the scripture will start to talk. But you know nothing, you have nothing. So let's be real with ourselves. Getting into the scripture, reading it. Trust God that he will meet you there. But when he doesn't, or when he doesn't feel like he has met you there, stay there and read it. At least know what is there. Know what is in Hebrews. Know what is in Colossians. Know what is in Ephesians. Know what is in Thessalonians. Know what is in the book of Revelation. So that when they are preaching here, and Uncle Jeff says, <laughs> okay, so where is it? Everybody, the fastest to Google. <laughs> it's a battle of the typewriters. No, it's a battle of hearts. What is hanging there? When they ask you for a jollof recipe, ah, uh-uh, auntie, you know that you cannot just throw the rice in there. Why do you know that? Why don't you know the scripture like that? Sometimes I think of how I know some things. Right now, I'm trying to do um, fit farm life. You guys, I know calories like the back of my hand. Macronutrients, I'm there. <laughs> okay? Ratio of carbs to protein to fat, I'm there. <laughs> Anybody that, like, I've not lost the weight of if you want to know how to lose weight, come and meet me. Hmm. I will tell you. Hmm. I know it. One day I look at my husband, I said, um, hello. Why? I said, why don't I? <laughs> I said, honey, if I knew scriptures the way I knew this thing, honestly speaking, <laughs> our lives would be different. <laughs> we'll be different people. We need to know the scriptures. The way you know things, the way you know your engineering, the way you know your work. The way you know about shows. And it's just like your normal thing. Let scripture be your normal thing like that. Your life will change. All these things we're saying about wisdom, wisdom. Where is it going to come from? 
You will be reminded of the scripture. Know the scripture. Be one with the scripture. Let the scripture be inside you. Let it be flowing. All these psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. You don't even know psalms. What is in Psalm 24? Who knows? Oh yeah, Psalm 45. Anybody? My heart is indicting a good matter, you guys. <laughs> Psalm 91. Psalm 119. Everybody should know that one. There's work. There's, there's work to be done. Is there work to be done? There's work. There's work. There's work to be done. If you are struggling with revs, it's because you don't know plenty of scriptures yet. When Uncle Jeff is always saying that scripture is opening, what do you think he means? It's opening because he has abundance of scripture. When, when FFS met Jeff, she, he used to do this thing where like, if you start a scripture, he could just finish it, but it's like mindless. Like He wasn't even thinking of it. He would just be like maybe mumbling the scriptures. And she would be like, huh? How do you know? I just read from Nahum. How did you know? Um, <laughs> person that spent time with the scriptures. Mm-hmm. If you spend time with the scriptures, scripture, scripture will talk. They will talk to themselves. They will be talking to you. Okay. One thing he told me, he said, you cannot be led if you are not first led from the scripture. And if you don't know the scripture, there will be no leading in scripture. So in your real life, you can be using your conscience, but leading has not yet started happening. They've not led you here. If they've not led you here, real leading. If wisdom wants to talk, you must have abundance. Can we say abundance? Abundance. So who is going to start reading scriptures? Memorizing scriptures? Meditating on the scriptures? Romancing the scriptures? This guy said, my God's grace. Amen. 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 Because that scripture will heal our vanity of mind. It will start to, it will start the, initial processes of killing that old man to yank off his hair you know it's painful you will yank off you will, you will touch him it just scripture by itself will touch him then imagine oil jamming that scripture you will make him uncomfortable yeah so we must we must do what get into the word get into the word get into the word believe the word meditate on the word practice the word that's how you get deeper and deeper, richer and richer. All these things when Jeff would say, um, and prayer and images begin to form, it's because of scripture. If you don't know the image of the throne from the book of Revelations, what do you, what, are you, what, 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 where, how? If the first time you're hearing of thunderings and voices and lightnings is in meeting, there's an actual problem. Because it's in Exodus, it's in Hebrews, it's in Revelations. So you need to get into the word. This word will enrich, enrich us. And that first thing of eyes being opened, of wisdom doing anything, without, without scripture, there's no work for wisdom to do. Forget it, right? Yeah, so I hope I've been able to convince you, not to convince you that scriptures are the way to go and wisdom will sit on top you know and this old man that is trouble you know his first his first shot as in the gun of revelation have the missiles that are coming for him you know scriptures 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 will do so much for us 
scriptures will do so much for us. Mm. At least a scripture that will remind you, lie not to one another. Mm. A scripture that will remind you, be angry but don't sin, don't let mm. the sun go down your anger. A scripture that will remind you, put away evil speakings, mm. filthy, um, coarse joking. A scripture that will remind you, be sober, mm. get up the loins of your mind. A scripture that will remind you that when you are being anyhow, then when you are feeling anxious, scripture that reminds you, be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, make your request known unto God. Scripture that reminds you that the just shall live by faith. A scripture that reminds you, don't be carnally minded because to be carnally minded is death. When you know that you're always thinking of Netflix, let scripture just enter your mind. Huh? Uh, you are carnal. Can't you off the, this thing? Scripture, just, just knowing that it says that is a big help. Is, is, am I lying? No. Is this making any sense? So this is too babyish for us. No. Yes, it's scripture that will remind you that. Set your affection. Think on these things. Whatever things are pure. It's scripture that reminds you that. You know. It's scripture that reminds you that wisdom of this world is sensual, earthly, devilish. When you are trying to do guru to your brother, it's scripture will remind you. Calm down. Don't be greedy. Don't be malicious. Don't be envious. Don't be jealous. Mm. Be filled with the Spirit. Mm. Now, Scripture will remind you. Because that information is not going to come from anywhere else. An angel is not going to come and tell you. This is the provision that God has made. If you are waiting for an angel to bring pot, then bring us his substance from the pot and blow it in your face. <laughs> As you shower root things and you are joking. <laughs> you have to go there. He has provided this one. It's a scripture that reminds you, don't be conformed to the world. When you want to get hard choices, when you remember, don't be conformed to this world. You remember, maybe I should wear not so tight choices. You know? A scripture, scripture can remind you so much. It can do so much. It can, your, your vain mind, how it thinks, how it judges, how it calculates. Scripture can interject, literally, just knowing something. Me, I learned Philippians 4, 6 when I did not even have sense. I was a baby in until she left class in Strong Tower Parish, Egbeda, Lagos. That's where I learned it. Till tomorrow, I can never forget that thing. If my anxiety starts to get, I'll just be like, uh-uh, but Shebi, do not be anxious for nothing. Last, 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 I can present this thing to God with supplication and thanksgiving, and the peace of Christ can fill my heart. Last, last, last. Yes. There was one time when I nearly got married, Jeff told me, whatever chapter of the Bible you are reading, memorize two verses from it. I learned Hebrews that year. That's how I, that's how I now know um, that the captain of our salvation was made perfect through sufferings. I did not know that before. I'd read it in the Bible, but I didn't know it. I memorized it. <laughs> yeah, so nobody should say, oh, it's baby food. Memorize the scriptures. Like, actually memorize it because those, like, Titus 2.11, I only know that because one time I was like, ah, oh, it's true. The grace that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching them that denying ungodliness, blah, 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 all those ones. Galatians 2, in, when I was in uni, I wrote it on my mirror until I learnt it. Galatians 2.20, you know, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. You have to memorize the scriptures. That time when I was working in clear, I remember I would just be thinking on Titus 2.11. If I did not memorize it, I would never have it, you know? Because when Satan brings light, sometimes you can just throw scripture in his face. Mm -hmm. Last, last. Even if you say, I'm not deep, I don't have rest. But I'm going to throw this in your face. Because as Kenneth Hagin says, if God said it, I believe it. And that settles it. I'm going to take it at face 
value it will solve so many problems if you see okay i'm dumb i'm so stupid i'm in fact i'm not even thriving at this thing called humanity at least james said whoever lacks wisdom let him ask and god who gives liberally and upbraided not will give unto him last last if you know that scripture you will know that i have access to some things but without scripture there's what no wisdom no wisdom no understanding no understanding no new man can we just see the progression so can we see how important the scripture is so we cannot just be saying oh yeah the hidden of vanity is scriptures but you don't have the scriptures auntie get the scriptures get it can we say get it yes. <laughs> can we say get it yes. get it god will help us god will help us fall in love with scriptures god will help us you know like the way we know shows God will help us love scriptures more than that. More than earthly things. We'll love scriptures. Like we'll be flowing in scriptures. And God will oil those scriptures. And they will make us wise unto salvation. Maybe that's what Paul said unto Timothy. He said, from, from a child you have known the holy scriptures which are able. Because the potential for wisdom unto salvation is from the scriptures. So if you don't have it, just forget wisdom forget salvation say forget Forget. say forget 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 it no scripture no wisdom unto salvation and the old man is just going to be eating jollof rice with you you don't want that because that jollof rice is going to leak (laughs) yeah yeah so even if it sounds like a joke it's a real thing you need the scriptures you need the scriptures you need the scriptures we need the scriptures we need the scriptures god has imagine god has i mean why god decided this part of me is what i'm going to i'm going to lock it up like you can't add to it you can't remove from it this is my breath to humanity in written form you just taking it anyhow yeah my bible no you need it if it has the potential to make you wise unto salvation, then there's, there must be something there. Right? And, and the scriptures, they are there to change you. They are not there to make you smarter. You know there's a way, like when you know scriptures, you now just feeling cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not there to make you feel cool. It's there to war with your lust. <laughs> See? I pray that God will help us. I pray that God will cause renewal of our minds to begin to happen. As we engage with scriptures, God will bring anointing and spirit of wisdom and revelation on the scriptures in Jesus name I pray that God will make us finish the cause of salvation by his wisdom and mercy provisions in Jesus name I pray that scriptures will frame us they will build us they will shape in our minds they will shift our wrong paradigms they will eliminate wrong judgments that we've had and they will bring Christ's judgments to us in the name of Jesus praying that this God will make us show us the way to walk that the voice of the shepherd will sound out of the scriptures into our hearts it will cut us deep cut us deep and it will 
mold us into his image Amen. praying that god will form that image and then when we behold it we will be changed Amen. into the same image from Amen. glory to glory Amen. in the name of jesus Amen. Amen. i think that's it let's just begin to thank god for tonight Let's just ask God for hunger for the scriptures, hunger for his word, hunger for his things hunger because it's these scriptures that will make us set our affection it's these scriptures that will paint images of what we should be affectionate about let's just ask god begin to lord help my heart let me begin to fall in love with the scriptures again let me begin to fall in love with your word again let me begin to fall in love with your speakings again let me begin to fall in love with your doctrines again let my heart hunger and thirst after your things after your words after the things that you have to say Lord, I don't want to be living in a different world, a world that's different from what you are speaking. But your scriptures will help me familiarize myself with your frequency, with your radar. Lord, help me, help me, help me. That's the only way I can engage wisdom. That's the only way I can engage understanding. That's the only way I can engage revelation. That's the only way I can engage the anointing that's flowing out of the word. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Mande calvo tu de vento coni pano ste cativa non de batu ke de vedon de bredosi ay la lole le trabano noste en diva cano noti avadona manduke lele vedodoni antiva dona de de desta nada desta nada desta nada desta nada desta nada desta mando cola lola lote tela lola loti avadu lele vedoni makani akani makani akani makani akani makane kena makane kena makane keda mandu kaluka mandu kaluka mandu kaluka ikakaluka meka kaluka ota kaluka mina kaluka mina kaluka mina kaluka mina kaluka mika kaluka help me to look into the scriptures help me to look into the scriptures these scriptures are able to make me wise unto salvation and the breton valote 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 kando doste meshedone mete veto meto we thank you god we worship you god we bless you god in jesus mighty name we have prayed father god we worship you tonight we thank you we thank you for your word that has come to us to uh, admonish us, to exhort us, God. We ask, Father, for your help, for mercy to happen to us in this area of, of the scriptures and, and our access to the spirit of wisdom and revelation. We ask, God, that you help our hearts to long after your words. 
you help our hearts like the psalmist said that he's wiser than his teachers because their testimony are his meditations lord you help us help us to long after your word your testament help us to love your word the bible says that the law of the lord is perfect converting the soul that his statutes are right rejoicing the heart his commandments are pure we worship you god for your word god they can convert the soul they can make us wise unto salvation we ask god that you help us you will infuse us with hunger god that when we we would rather be doing something else that is not worthwhile that is vain cause us to remember your laws cause us to be like the psalmist that said that his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law does he meditate day and night cause us to be those people god cause us to long after it father joshua said this book of the law will not depart from my mouth but i will meditate in day and night and that because of this my way will be prosperous god we can prosper in the spirit because of your word because of your testament we can be prosperous we can be prosperous in our souls this is the way of prosperity by the scripture by your word by the anointing and rubbing the word and changing us father we ask that if we've not been hungry before you will give us hunger Amen. if we've not been thirsty before you will give us thirst Amen. if we've not been zealous before you will give us zeal Amen. you will consume us with a love and a want for your word in the name of jesus Amen. like the sheep will hear the voice of their shepherd we know that we'll be familiar with your voice by the word first so lord help us to go there to eat, to feed, to to sleep, to breathe, to find life there. In the name of Jesus, we ask you that you will let your spirit of wisdom embrace us and let it be liberal. We thank you because you are, you don't obey God. You are, you don't give with restriction. You give to all that will ask liberally. We ask that the spirit of wisdom will will envelop us, will carry us, will embrace us, and will be lavish towards us. In the name of Jesus, we ask for grace we ask for mercy in the name of jesus we also ask that we'll be meek in our approach god because the only way we can have a good conversation is out of the meekness of wisdom we ask you god that you will change our conversation change our appetite change our affections change our love change our understanding by meekness of wisdom in the name of jesus lord jesus we thank you because you've been made wisdom and sanctification and redemption and righteousness unto us we ask that you begin as the person of wisdom to relate with us help us to fall in love with you help us to fall in love with your way because we ought also to walk as you walked help us to find wisdom paths in you and to love them and never to leave that path in the name of jesus Lord, we thank you because your word is everything to us and it can frame us into a habitation for God. We thank you. We bless your name. We thank you. We bless your name. We worship you. We adore you. As we go home tonight, we ask that you go with us. You keep us in safekeeping. God, let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Shine for you dwells between the cherubim. Shine for you 
Yeah.